This is an ABC podcast. Damien Oliver, of course, what a farewell yesterday at Ascot Racecourse, plus the latest events from the EPL overnight. All to come here on Summer Grandstand. ABC Listen. Keeping bored parents busy is easy with the ABC Listen app. Then we can listen to our stuff. Find out things with Imagine This. Why do we have to sleep? Ask big questions with Short and Carly. They must be fun with getting insulted back. And catch the dinosaur racing with Dino Dog. Dino Might! Listen big to podcasts and audiobooks just for us on the ABC Listen app. Download it now from your app store. On ABC Radio, Sport Digital and streaming on the ABC Listen app. This is Summer Grandstand with Corbin Middlemass. About to let Rivers let set sail for the judge and Munamek is trying to weave his way through the field. Red can man took Savage to excel. Heading under pressure. Comfort me. Oliver's getting through with Munamek. Ripcord's coming down the outside. Comfort me. Ripcord. It's Ripcord. Ripcord and now Munamek. Munamek has got the Oliver's got the run. The racing gods have spoken. It's gold, gold, gold at Ascot. Ollie goes down to winner in the gold rush. Great call from Darren McCauley. Damien Oliver, it was his day at Ascot yesterday. Last three rides that he has, he walks out a winner in each of them. He caught up with Scott Emery uh, from Perth Racing shortly after the uh, victory in the last aboard Murder Mac. Well, I couldn't think of a better way to finish it. Um... You're right, it was death or glory at the top of the straight, but I, I knew this horse, I had a bit of confidence in this horse, he can take the gaps when they come, and um, Nick Ryan did a great job with him, I just had to point him in the right direction, when the gaps came, he, he worked his way through them well, and um, it was a great win, but an unbelievable feeling, and uh, I couldn't think of a better way to finish it off. You and your family know firsthand just how cruel racing can be, and how cruel the racing gods can be, Ray, Jason, but they can be on your side too, the last three winners at your farewell. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. Everyone's got around you all week, all month. It's probably the longest farewell we'll ever see in racing. How does it feel that it's finally over? Oh, a bit of relief, I suppose. Yeah, it was, attention is not my, really my, my area. Um, but um, I understand it's, it's been overwhelming. But, um, you know, the crowd here at, at Ascot today, you know, what a wonderful reception. It's just, you know, a, I think it's the biggest crowd I've seen here. And... Um, you know, just the, the applause and the roar I got for those last three winners, I'll never forget it. How long is it going to take the body to realise that you're not in the game anymore? The, the structure's gone from life. Uh, probably tomorrow when I'm nursing a hangover. <laughs> and what about for the kids, for your two daughters that were able to walk out with you? That was a very special moment too, being able to have that guard of honour. Yeah, great to have my family here and, and the jockeys. And I've I got to thank the um, WA Turf Club. They've um, just made it really as smooth as it could be. Um, they've really got behind... Um, you know, my farewell tour, and it's just been wonderful. So that was Damien Oliver with Scott Emery yesterday after the last. An incredible day out at Ascot. Britt Taylor was there. She's one of the country's leading racing broadcasters, and I'm pleased to say joins me on Grandstand across the country. Britt, uh, thanks for your time. Good morning, Corbin. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thanks. What what an amazing day. The, the scenes from Ascot yesterday. You were there. Uh, take me inside what the, what the day was like to be uh, to be on track. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced before and I think we'll experience again I think that's the probably the greatest day that we've ever seen on an Ascot race course or a WA racetrack for that matter it just had all the elements of a fairy tale that you could possibly imagine and 
I think even the fact that the day started slow. Um, Ollie had a really good book of rides throughout the entire day. And in the first few races, he wasn't able to get there, was, you know, it, it just wasn't happening for him. And if you look over the last few weeks, it's kind of been the story. He's been a little bit out of form in the, in the fairy tale farewell finish. Uh, and uh, to see him turn it around when it mattered in the last three was just the most incredible thing. We just heard the the last race in particular, and the, the call from um, Darren McCauley, and what a what an amazing finish! How improbable was that ride for him to to get home in the last in the fashion that he that he did? It was just extraordinary. I think Darren's call is one of the all time greats as well, because you can almost hear him call Ripcord the winner, it, and it looks that way because. It obviously, for the radio listeners who have, haven't seen it, Ollie was back near on last at the barrier draw on Tuesday. He drew barrier number 17. And the one thing he said, I just need a good barrier. And, you know, he was almost shaking his head thinking, how am I going to do it from there? And with a few emergencies coming out, he'd come in a few gates, but he was still, you know, out, out wide. And um, so he had to go back near last. And he was on the rails near last, pegged away among, amongst the field. And you need a lot of luck to go your way. He was horse was traveling full of running um, and he just knew he needed to find a gap and when you have a look at the head-on vision when you see the seas part for him these two horses either side of him just move a little left a little right to create enough of a gap for him to squeeze through and all of a sudden there's Munamek just exploding and manages just to get up the inside and you really don't see him until unless you're watching him your, your eyes aren't really focused until the last hundred meters or so and you go oh my god this has happened. Like, how has this happened? Uh, we've been lucky in, in our lifetime. We've had some amazing racehorses. So, obviously, Maccabi Diva wins three Melbourne Cups and then uh, the, the feats of the two champion sprinters in uh, in Black Caviar and, and Wink. So, we've seen some incredible atmospheres on a race course. You mentioned you haven't quite seen anything like that at, at Ascot previously or in Perth. Have you seen anything, do you think, in Australian racing in your time around a around a human or an individual the same way that it has been for uh, for Damien Oliver in, in, in this campaign? No, it, it's just been this overwhelming sense of the greatest of all time. And, and there are very few that put up an argument for others. And I think from a Perth perspective, it's just extraordinary for us to think this is a kid that started at, Byford Primary School and there was a big banner yesterday saying Byford Primary School applaud you in the crowd. Um, for us, it's just crazy to think that he could have come from, you know, the hum- humble beginnings in a way and, and mm. ends up being the greatest of all time. And it, it's largely undisputed when you look at 129 group ones, like he's just been incredible. And to do it over so many decades, I think that's what makes him so um, special, his longevity. He wrote his first winner in the 1980s. And then now, look, we're in 2023 and he bows out a winner. Uh, and what does Ollie do now? Will he be involved in racing, do you think, in some other capacity going forward? Yeah, so he signed with Ladbroke. So he'll be doing a lot of content um, with with them, who I also work for. So I'll uh, enjoy being able to do a little bit of work with Ollie going into the new year. I think uh, we had to... Uh, New Zealand for the Caraca Day um, next month. And then there's the Gold Coast Magic Millions. So he'll definitely be around racing. Um, He'll be working alongside Glen Boss, who you just mentioned uh, not long ago. So it's a nice way for them to still be able to give their insights and be involved in racing. But it's a very different side of it because it's not going to be um, 
you know, it, it probably doesn't get that, you scratch that competitive itch, you know, uh, that when someone is just a fierce competitor like Ollie. So I think, I think it'll be an adjustment, but I think he's really looking forward to a bit of a change of pace. And I had a chat with him during the week and he just couldn't wait to get out in the water, a bit more surfing and a bit more golf. So uh, I think he'll enjoy his retirement. And just last one, Brett, what about Perth Racing? So they have this amazing carnival and uh, obviously you know, reaches a huge crescendo, crescendo yesterday with uh, with Oliver departing in that kind of fashion. How do they capitalise on it that, you know, next year, for example, if there is no, you know, Damien Oliver farewell story, which there won't be, how do they, they try and create that same kind of atmosphere again or, um, or, or get the same people back to the, the race course? Yeah, well, that's the thing is there were so many people there yesterday. I've been to all five of the Pinnacles days and the air on, the feeling on course was definitely heightened yesterday. And I think it was probably the biggest crowd of the five days. Um, naturally, there were people who wouldn't normally even go to the races, um, people who are a little bit older, um, who, you know, a big race day might be a bit much for them. And they were people that were there when Ollie rode his first winner. So they felt only it was only right to come out again. So there were a lot of people out there. I think there were young people who just wanted to be a part of a bit of history in case it did happen. So it's important to get those people back. I think they probably get an opportunity to do that Perth racing at the Quokka in April. That's That's got a real good feel to it. So we don't even need to wait a whole year to sort of capitalise on all these people and this attention. Um, we can get them back in April during that carnival because that's, that is one of the best race days as well. Like that, the Quokka day is probably prior to this, I would have said Quokka day is probably the best race day I've been to of last year. And that was the inaugural running of the Quokka. But um, I, I think this may surpass it. Just, just the unlikelihood of what we've just said. Yeah. To be honest, I still, I still can't believe it's happened. Yes. I have to watch the replay multiple times. I'm like, did we just see that? Oh, it was an amazing. In what has been a loaded calendar year in sport across the board, and we've got a year in review programs coming up uh, in the next couple of weekends. It's just a. Another chapter in what has been an unbelievable calendar year in 2023. So hats off to, to Damien Oliver. And I'm sure everybody that was there yesterday or watching on or following the race, um, one they won't soon forget. Um, Britt, you're always so generous with your time for us here at, uh, at ABC Radio. I appreciate your time again today. No, thank you. Brett Taylor, one of the country's uh, best racing journalists with me on Grandstand Across the Country. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.